Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today this episode is about the biggest return on investments in my business to date. And um, almost all of these, if not all of them, are free. So these are things that have made the biggest impact for um, the least amount of like either effort or money. Um, in comparison to other things that I've tried, like advertising or um, hiring another person or something like that. So I thought this would be very helpful, especially if you have opportunity for growth in your business. So number one, paying attention to the energy in the space, uh, both for the client's perspective and the people that work inside of the company um, from their perspective. So when you start paying attention to that, you can spot more quickly areas for, you know, opportunity. Um, A lot can change with a good conversation, um, communication, opening communication regularly um, is super helpful to changing it if it needs to be changed. Noticing energy for clients could also be like noticing when they come in and they're having an off day noticing when they feel dissatisfied or um, unsure or anxious, paying attention to those things versus ignoring that person's, you know, feelings um, pays off a lot because you can turn their day around and turn a negative day for them into a positive one. But giving them back negative energy because they're being rude to you, that's terrible. Please don't do that. Um, so yeah, just pick up on that and just be aware of it. It's such a real thing. And I think I've mentioned it in so many episodes, but, um, that was like number one when I wrote this down. So yeah. Um, number two, looking for opportunities for growth, um, without ignoring the things that are going right. So acknowledge and praise things that are going great, even just internally and with yourself. Um, sometimes, you know what I did recently? So as I was um, adjusting like the cash flow plan for the rest of the year, uh, like inputting like hours available for sale and like goals and stuff for productivity to spit out um, like a retail and service goal, Um, anyway, when I was doing that, I actually looked back on a few years ago, what our cash flow plan looked like then. And I was like, I kind of forgot about how much growth has happened over time, because you're just in that time. And you're just looking at that month. And you fail to recognize sometimes how far you've come. And so it's cool to look back and just see like, whoa, I never like, we were doing $20,000 a month and now we're pushing like three or four times that. So that means that the entire team has been making a lot more money than they were even just a couple of years ago. The salon is like so much more healthy. We've been able to open another business because of this. And yeah, so anyway, even though you're looking for things like, how can we improve this? How can we can improve this? It should come from a place of like, I'm grateful for where I've been. I've learned from where I've been. What else can we do to change versus I think I used to come into work looking for like, what is wrong? What is wrong? We need to fix this. We need to fix this. This is wrong. Whoa, that is like really not the right mindset to have. I was just, uh, I was, I feel for that 
past person that I was because I was going through a lot um, professionally and personally and come a long way. So anyway, looking for opportunities for growth in both both yourself and um, in your business with still having the positive like intention behind it and just um, gratitude still. Next, implementing solutions and allowing for conversations um, when there is a problem. So this might be something that is just coming from you, like you're feeling some type of way, inviting conversation to happen, like implementing a solution. Like it shouldn't just be this person is doing something wrong or I'm feeling this way what is something that we can change? Like, usually there's some solution to it. Like, let's talk about the solutions, not the problem. If you're a problem person, it's just this, that, and the other is going wrong. If you do not pair that with what is the solution, like, whether you're venting to somebody and you're sharing, like, I'm not liking this, if you don't have something to back that up with, like, this is what I'm going to do. If you don't say, like, I'm going to have a conversation with this person and you choose to just be, like, negative about it, you're not growing. Like there's no growth happening. So whether that is like a conversation to be had or like a new system to, you know, implement in system, meaning like what is the way that something should happen? What order should it happen in? Just a new system around it. Um, If you're frustrated by the bathrooms being dirty, there's a solution to that. If you're frustrated by, you know, the lash stations not being like as pristine and organized as you want it, there's a solution to that too. So there's pretty much a solution to all problems aside from like losing a family member or something. So most things rank pretty low on the scale of like big deal. Don't treat things like they're nine or 10 when they're really like a one or two. This is one um, that surprised me when I did this, uh, spending less time on the phone it gave me more time for myself and like what I really wanted to do. And um, when I did go back to my phone and I saw that there was people like flooding my timeline with like things I that didn't give me any value or like made me feel a certain way. I felt like when I stopped spending time on my phone, I was less like drowning in it. And I feel like I was doing it to numb out from something. And now when I recognize I'm doing that again, because I still fall victim to it sometimes, when I'm spending more time out in the real world or like family or doing stuff that like really feeds my soul, I'm able to recognize more easily like, okay, I'm doing it again. Maybe I need to go through my following list and like clear out some of the stuff that's not serving me anymore. That's okay to do. This is your life. What feels good to you? If you don't want to follow somebody, don't follow them. Um, I cleared out a lot of stuff, even in, I was following just so many people on several accounts of mine, I have Pink Lady Lash, Lash Boss University, Lash Boss Conference, um, my personal account, and Shelby the Lash Boss, my professional personal account. And so it is a lot. And if I'm following somebody on all of my accounts, well, then I'm seeing their, like, that's just more time and energy that I'm spending, like, scrolling through stuff I've already seen before or, like, Yeah. So anyway, clear up your following list. You'll spend less time on the phone because there's less people to scroll through. Yeah. Sometimes I have to delete TikTok off my phone. Sometimes I have to delete YouTube off my phone. Um, 
yeah, I have to. And even sometimes like when I would be like listening to a podcast, it still felt like I was being productive. And sometimes um, I prefer to listen to it when I am working. And so, for example, when you're lashing and you're listening to a podcast and your client's listening to her own podcast or something like that, that's fine. I, I support that. But if it's like you're off and you're listening to podcasts even if it's mine and it's making you feel like you're consumed with work all the time hey like this isn't the time for that this is a great podcast to listen to while you're getting ready or while um you are setting up for your day um I love that these episodes have gotten shorter and shorter I still love doing interviews you'll notice that there's just a lot less of them because I know that I can give so much value to you in a short amount of time and it's not going to eat up your day. When I was spending less time on my phone, when I was trying to like recharge, it was actually helping me recharge. So why I'm saying that's a good return is because it's something free. I was, I was able to do more things be more involved, meet new people, make new connections, have new friends, and it ended up helping my business anyway. And scrolling on your phone typically isn't helping your business at all. You should be doing something for yourself or doing something for your business. Pick one or the other and get off your phone. Next would be create systems, especially ones that automate something for you. Um, this is also typically free. Unless you feel like you have to hire a new person for that, then typically, yeah, like obviously you're going to pay something. But um, you can actually use um, other people's like strengths and um, desires to want more responsibility. You can kind of spread it out between everyone. I get asked a lot, how can somebody help? Do I need help with anything with admin or whatever? And yeah, sometimes I do. So instead of it being like all on one person and kind of um, just, I don't know, There, I feel like there's so much more to be done than just... Um, sitting there behind the computer sometimes and some people like doing that or that is someone's job and we can kind of like automate systems or implement things that just make things easier instead of just feeling like you have to be busy all the time just being productive and being efficient is so much more valuable to your company and you will actually see like more growth in your company when you're more present and when you're working on things that have more of an impact versus like doing things that literally someone else can do. You just have to teach them how and that's all you have to do. If ooh, yes. So sometimes I think of like putting a drop into someone else lifts something off of you and gives them more experience in something or gives them more opportunity in something and if you can just give little drops each day to something else that will serve you tomorrow, this also is a concept by, I've said this before, um, the book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. The whole book is really just about like what is one thing you could do today that will make tomorrow easier for you or um, something like that. That's what I got from it. So literally, is there something you can be like teaching someone else to do so that it can free up your time and you can do more impactful things. So that can be free. Or you can hire like a virtual assistant. I had somebody that worked for me for a couple of years doing some stuff from home. She would um, make sure the timesheets matched like the day. Like if somebody forgot to clock out and they're like clocked in for like 12 hours, she would see that first. So that it um, freed me up to do what was 
better um, for my company. And it also gave her an opportunity to work from home um, and still work for us because she was a receptionist and then she had like a health issue and uh, she could no longer like work somewhere. So she got to do that and that was awesome. So whether you're hiring a virtual assistant or um, if somebody wants more responsibility, like giving them something and raising their pay even, like this one is not necessarily free, but um, even if you're just implementing implementing a new system or way of doing something. I'll give you an example. Um, at the school, uh, we opened a school a year ago and I used to have the instructors write down the times that they were clocked in. And so then this isn't how we would do it at the salon because we have a booking software that would do it for them. But at the school, we didn't. And so I was having them do it on pen and paper for a year and having to calculate it myself. And that was taking a lot more time than realizing there was actually in our payroll software a option that you could, for no additional charge, start using a time tracker. And so they can literally put in their hours right then and there and you just click and approve it. So that saved me more time. And with that, that was free. And that was just a new system that was implemented. It automated something. And so is there anything you can automate? There are emails reminding people to book their appointment. If they haven't been in in a while, there's follow-up emails. There's welcome emails that you can automate. A lot of these things we can automate. Empowering and trusting the team, that is a huge return on investment because when you teach someone a new skill and you give them the like trust that you know you believe in them and know that they will execute and um you'd love to hear like their spin on it and you know take everything into consideration i think that that has helped the team um flourish a lot so i think that is a good return on investment too okay the next one is listening to lash podcasts that inspire me in some way uh, sometimes it's a little much and i try to listen to them as i said earlier just on times when i'm already working but um, I do think it's very helpful and you learn new things and you learn new information, um, brands, people, and I think that it's very useful. I think when it starts to feel a little much is just when I'm not doing it at times that I should be doing it, which is already working. Next is having curiosity for something that happened um, or when I experienced something negative. So being curious about it versus being reactive to it or just emotional about it and just being like, mm, what is this trying to teach me? Why is this making me feel this way? Like, let's dig in and like see what's underneath that. Um, I think that has been very uh, helpful for my business. Next, implementing slow change. Don't come back from a lash conference or where, business conference or whatever or a new book you read and you're like, ah, uh, there's like so many things that we need to change. Even when you listen to this podcast and you recognize like got to change that, should change that, should look at that. Do one thing at a time and implement one thing or one system. And when that feels like it's really caught on, it's like, you know, it like the back of your hand and the rest of the team is like, got it, implement the next thing. And it's not like you even need to tell them there's this long list of things that are coming and we're going to change so much stuff. It's just like, hey, guys, uh, there's a better way we could be doing this. Let's try this and let's see how it works. We'll reassess. I'm open to hearing what your thoughts are, what ways that we can even improve it even more. Next would be planning for communication. 
Um, meaning planning the meetings out, planning uh, there will be one-on-ones on this time. That way somebody can feel prepared and like come to you if they have something they want to share with you or have a question about or something like that. Planning wage reviews, those are different than one-on-ones. Um, and yeah, planning performance reviews or like trainings and stuff like that, planning those out in advance versus like, oh man, it's been a while since we've done this like and also don't just have a meeting just to have a meeting sometimes like things are covered with just normal communication like on a day-to-day basis if like you feel like you need regular meetings because there's so many changing things yeah but if you feel like everything is pretty good your numbers are steadily growing communication is healthy and open then maybe you don't need like these full like one hour meetings every month it's up to you next is planning time for myself with no working goes back to like doing things on my own time that pertain to work that doesn't fill my cup very much but when I started doing those things I actually became a more whole person and like more of myself made me a better business owner so highly recommend to fill your cup next would be passing down information and experience to anyone on the team um whether they're new or seasoned, like, hey, I've experienced something like this too. This is what helped me or this is what I found when I did it like that. Why don't we try it like this? Just doing that and just, again, pouring a little bit into like where you can because you freed up your time more and you can be more impactful in those ways. That tends to pay off a lot. Next one is loving your team and being grateful for them. And actually being like really caring about them um, without assigning so much of your identity to like the people that work with you and just being like grateful for the time you're spending together. It really makes the time more enjoyable. And when, you know, someone is on another, you know, road and, you know, leaves, it, it just feels peaceful and it feels nice. And I feel like doing that has actually just helped um, – communication and it helps um just if you ever think I've heard this um if you want to change the relationships you have with people change your thoughts about them if you think about them negatively all the time it's usually because you're not communicating something um and so that tends to uh you know manifest in other ways so the way you think about somebody is the way that you usually like it reflects in your all's relationship even if you're working together. So I think like genuinely sending like love um, out tends to come back. And um, that shouldn't just be the reason why it's it's mostly for you. But it actually, I found, has changed um, the business more whenever I'm just like, hey, I'm grateful for all of this. Like I'm so, I've been brought to tears just like thinking of how grateful I am for my life and my team. And, um, it just, yeah, it, it really changes how you, how you think about people when you, um, come from a place of gratitude. Running reports to analyze behaviors. So another free thing, all these pretty much have been running the report and seeing how much, how many clients are pre-booking their appointments before they leave, how many clients are coming back after seeing you for the first time or returning clients, understanding what each of those say about the experience that your team and yourself are giving. Mm, I feel like that's so valuable. And for somebody that's not a spreadsheety person, try it. Like just try to look at it. And maybe you feel like you don't have enough time or energy to look at it. But like 
listen to the other things that I said in this episode and you'll have the time for it. I used to feel like I didn't have time for it too, but when I made the time for it, completely changed everything because then I was actually able to see exactly what we needed to change and we did it little by little, but so much growth has happened in this time. Next would be asking somebody, how can I help you when you work together? Whether you work for someone else and you're asking another coworker or you're asking somebody that works for you, just asking, how can I help you with something? Like, what do you need help with today? It's awesome. It really like lifts, it makes things lighter and then it comes back. Like all of this, there's like a return on that. It started with me just having time, like being like, wow, so many of our systems are like working. We have so many clients um, and a lot of things are automated. Now I have all of this time because the team is like staying longer. So there's less and less like long periods of training people because not new people, new people aren't coming in very often t- type of thing. Our systems are working because our clients are retaining. There's less gaps and stuff. So when I see the desk, um, like the receptionist, I would ask, how can I help? What, what duties do, do you still need to get done today? Like, let me do something. And, um, yeah, I just feel like it, there's just a good vibe going on and it's like always reciprocated, especially if those relationships are already healthy to start with. Planning my work time and what consists of like, what is going to be in that time so that my work does not feel like my whole identity and it used to. I used to fully be like crying on the floor. Not really, but mm, really actually crying whenever there was like a bad review and um, an unhappy client or whatever. And now it's just like, mm, that doesn't feel good. What can we learn from that? Um, I used to really feel like my personal world and my work were like one in the same. I never felt like checked out of work. I always felt in it. And again, that had to do with spending a lot of time on my phone and just like seeing all the lash stuff all the time. And I love it. But also I do need time away from the lash industry and from work. And I need other things in my life. It's like a wheel. Like work is one part of it. Friends are one part. Family's one part. Hobbies are one part. Spiritual or religious stuff is one part. And like if you took work away, would you still be happy Probably if all those other things were right, but if work is like your only thing and something happens to it, oof, that does not feel good. And so planning my workout to where it's like, this is my time that I'm going to do this and it not just be like, okay, here's my day and I got to do all these things, but I'm just going to kind of mix work into that somehow. That was like not a safe place to be either because it just felt like I hated like work because I couldn't get enough rest. And so um, planning which block of time in your day is for certain things and even planning forward things, meaning the day to day things like payroll and inventory and those type of things those aren't actually doing anything for your tomorrow. But if you plan for like, okay, this amount of time I'm going to make content or I'm going to write a blog or I'm going to write an email, something like that. Those are things that help your tomorrow, right? So having something mixed in there, sometimes it's for that, not just like spinning your wheels doing the same thing because you're not actually growing. You're just kind of like, repeat, like it's not, it's just doing this. It's just maintaining. Two more things. One, purging things that don't serve me. This is people and this is actual things. So I actually found that when I took things out of 
the work space that like weren't being used things were like less cluttered there's more or there's less things to clean I did this in my home and in the salon and I I still regularly do it as new things come into my home like gifts or whatever it is um, I start really evaluating, is this serving me? Is this bringing me value to my life? And if it's not, I clear it out because it gives me more energy. And like, I don't know, I, I feel like I've talked about it so many times. I think I even talked about it in my very first episode. Purging stuff does something for me. And I don't know if you feel the same, but doing that and clearing out things really just opens me up to receive things that are valuable to me. And um, it, I don't know, it kind of just clears the energy and I'm able to work better. I'm able to be more at ease. There's less chaos going on and that might just be a me thing, but I swear it's helped my business a lot. And even purging people, purging people that like aren't upholding like the values and standards in your company. And they for sure know that what those are and you have communicated those healthy and like effectively, if it's not working, get them out, get them out because it's poison to everyone else. Um, in your personal life, as I've said, I think it was in this episode or maybe a different one, but people in your life that are unhealthy for you are going to affect your business. When I, as long as I've been single, I've felt so much peace and like just different because what I was experiencing before wasn't that. And so when I did purge, my business saw a lot of growth from it. Lastly, is treating each client like its own experience and even in your head not thinking about the next client and really just treating that person doing as much as you can with that time even utilizing that time for other things like educating your client on aftercare that's another little droplet that you're doing for tomorrow because what happens you teach somebody how to take care of their lashes better and they do their retention is better, then your work is easier next time they come in. Your work looks better in between fills, which then helps more people come into your business because they love how it looks. You're spending less time like, oh my gosh, I need to get them completely full in this hour and they didn't come in with enough. And oh, that is not like that's kind of stressful. So educating your client while they're on the table with you. Uh, so utilizing that time. Also, utilizing the time for content creation, putting your phone um, on like a Cosmo Glow light. They have like a phone clip or even like taping your, I don't know, doing something to hook your phone up to where it's just doing like a time lapse. That's super easy. Or while you're cleansing, like take a video of that. It's, it takes so little time. We just don't allow for that. You're probably bogged down with other things that have been mentioned in this episode that you can't even think about taking an after photo. So I think um, get your mind to like its most clear place and that can look differently for a lot of people. But having the mindset of like this is this person and I's time together. How can we make the most of it? Whether that is like let's talk about your aftercare um, or like let's talk about what – would be even better to see in your lashes because doing that that person might have been thinking like I'm going to try her a couple more times and then I'm going to go somewhere else but if you you know gave her that and now she's like hooked again for life like that was something that you contributed to that experience because you made it about 
this time that you guys are sharing together and same with content. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got something from it. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in today and I'll see you back very soon for the next episode. Thank you.